0: Tonight by the special grace of God we'll be looking at a topic that our pastor is continuing his series on prerogative of mercy. We'll be looking at the prerogative of God's mercy. We'll start by comparing the prerogative of mercy on this planet as instituted by man, in our constitution, in in several jurisdictions across the world, in their constitutions, they have something called prerogative of mercy. We're going to look at it very briefly compared to what God's prerogative of mercy is. And what exactly mercy, what it means. Whether mercy is only forgiveness or pardon of sin, or mercy itself is so big so elastic in nature that it encompasses healing. Mercy. It encompasses deliverance. It encompasses when God gives you peace of mind that passes all understanding. Hallelujah! It encompasses financial blessing when you are called upon for what you didn't apply for. You know, the Bible talks about building houses that you did not not build. I mean, owning houses you did not build the same way you can be called upon to take up an opportunity that you didn't apply for hallelujah it's called mercy hallelujah let's look at the prerogative of mercy from the first of all from the secular institutions on this planet. Our constitution has something Nigeria Constitution section 175 it talked about The power of the president or the governor to pardon a criminal or to commute a criminal sentence, to commute it, to change the sentence. If you have been sentenced to death, the president can exercise prerogative of mercy to change that death sentence into life imprisonment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is a compassionate treatment of offenders. It's a privilege that is exclusive to the office of the president or the governor. It's a privilege or a right reserved exclusively to the occupier of that office or that individual. What are the qualities of it? Number one, it can be commuted from a death sentence, like I said, to a life imprisonment. It can be a clemency, a clemency, sorry, that is to, to, for a person, an offender, that has been convicted to be released from prison. It can be completely free. At times it can be completely free. At times it can come with some conditions attached to it so that you're actually not completely free. It can be a reduction of the terms of sentence in very extreme cases. It can be a total pardon. A total pardon. that like, 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 like the type that was done for, for passenger. A total pardon. That is, your slate is wiped clean like you never committed that offense. That means that you can go back to your government work. Amen? Or your employment. And even apply... For your benefits, for your unpaid salaries to be paid to you. Now, I'm still looking at the attributes of those prerogative of mercy in the context of God, I mean in the context of the secular system. Now, this prerogative of mercy, as beautiful as it looks, look at some of the drawbacks of it. This prerogative of mercy, as I told you about, that is inside our constitution it is given to the occupier of that office, the president. That means that when another president comes, the regime and the power to confer that perquisite of mercy goes with him. A new president comes in. Now, you know, and this is where the beginning of God's mercy begins from the mercy that is instituted by, by man. Now, the present committee, they usually set up committees. When the president comes... He sets up a committee called the Presidential Committee on Prerogatives of Mercy. What are their jobs? They will visit prisons all over the country. And that's where my, my wife, she's the secretary, representing the minister there on that committee. They visit committees, uh, prisons across the country. They interview in prison inmates and all of that. Now, don't forget I said that that power to confer that privilege on an offender is only available to the occupier of that office. In this particular present generation, when this present president came in, you know, he got busy with several activities, and you can't blame him, he's a human being. You know what happened? He forgot to set up that committee. He only remembered it after three years. That means that all those other people that have been waiting on the line that some of them, they were entitled to mercy. Some of them, they ought to have been given mercy. But that mercy was delayed. That mercy and some of them died while waiting for that committee to be set up. Hallelujah. Now, for three years, the president forgot to reconstitute the committee. So no pardon since then, until recently when it was set up. Now, unlike Jesus' mercy... It is ever available. He will never forget. Hallelujah. Please put your hands together for him. (laughs) Another thing is... Thank you. This pardon is not for all prisoners, by the way. It is for those who have been convicted. That means that somebody may be in that prison for years... You might have been going to court awaiting trial. They could not finish the prosecution. One thing or the other, adjournment today, adjournment tomorrow, and all of that. That means that that person can be in jail for several years. You know, we lawyers, I'm a lawyer, when you want to delay a case, my, my goodness God, there are many technicalities in the books. That can be used. You can move from one court to another. Another court to another. Technicalities upon technicalities. You will leave the main substance of the issue. We focus on the technicalities. Meanwhile, somebody is about to die in that prison. Hallelujah. Now, I said that it is not for all prisoners. It is only for those who have been actually convicted. And not only do they are convicted, they will meet the following conditions. Number one. They must be of old age, from the age of 70 and above. Two, they might be of, if they are very young, a juvenile, below 18. That is when mercy begins to be, that prerogative of mercy, you can even start thinking about it. Or, you have become critically ill, and you have also served half of your term then you have also become of good behavior. Of good behavior. You have become remorseful. And you have shown that if you are released, you are going to add value to the society. Amen? So it means that it depends on the mood of the president. Prerogative or mercy, under our laws, depends on the mood and the dispensation of the president. It may choose to be partial, it may choose not to be partial. It may choose to be tribalistic, it may choose not to be tribalistic. It is at his mercy. That's why it's called prerogative. It is an exclusive privilege to the occupier of that office. For example, let me give you this scenario. Imagine, my wife is a member of that committee, imagine you have a lot of women in that committee. Um, Part of the people, they are supposed to set free. Some of them committed a crime that women would generally feel very repulsive about. The person went to rape a child or a teenager. Or the person carried out human trafficking. In the course of it, they destroyed many lives. How many people think that that kind of prisoner will have the the favor of the members of that committee because the president will not go to the prison. It is members of that committee that will go around the nation, the whole country, all the prisons. They see at the times more than 5,000 prisoners. They talk to them one by one. It is their recommendations. Can you see that? The mercy that that offender will enjoy, it, has, it is at the mercy of the members of that committee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, even if you meet all those criteria, uh, the the condition that we listed, if the members of that committee felt that why on earth will you rape a child? Why on earth will you rape a teenager? And while you are committing that act of wickedness, the child suffocated to to death. you think that they will recommend that person to the president to be forgiven. Now, we now move here now to the prerogative of God's mercy. Now, let's open our Bibles. You know, first of all, before I talk about the prerogative of God's mercy, you know, God is not just merciful. He is mercy personified. God is not just merciful. Every description that can be mercy, that is him. There is no other way to describe mercy than to find it in God. That is why the same thing with love. God is not just loving. God is what? It's love. Now, let's open our Bibles to the book of Psalm 145, verse 8. And also Psalm 103. You begin to see. The the beginning of the differences between the two now. One is given by the president of a country. The other one, which is the prerogative of God's mercy, is given by the president general of the universe. Hallelujah. Can you please put your hands for him? The president general of the universe. Now, see how it's described here. Let's look at Psalm 145 from verse 8. Can somebody please read for us? The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger, and of great mercy. Hallelujah. Can you please put your hands together for him? Please. 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 This God is incredible. Put, put your hands together for him. Hallelujah. Now, let me quickly tell you the, some of the attributes in that. Number one, in conjunction with that verse and other scriptures, number one is that unlike the president that God for three years, The Bible says that our God does not sleep. Neither does He slumber. He doesn't sleep, so he cannot forget to pardon you. Hallelujah! He cannot forget to pardon you. Hallelujah! Mercy doesn't depend on his mood or his disposition. He pardons all offenses. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Now, God's mercy is beyond forgiveness. Remember we said that at the beginning. God's mercy includes healing. God's mercy includes deliverance. It includes all sufficiency in him. When you know that, you can trust him with your life. Hallelujah. You can trust him with your life. God's mercy includes peace that passes all understanding. Can somebody say peace that passes all understanding? Let me quickly take a little pause at this stage. When we talk about peace that passes all understanding, we have to remember that. The Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength as believers. Hallelujah. It's not about whether I want this contract or not. I remember, let me really share this. I remember one time, you know, the pastor was talking about, uh, our pastor was talking about somebody who won a very big contract here, you know, in our midst. And he came to him at the the house. He said, How many of us remember that? Pastor said, what is... (laughs) <laughs> the, the guy has hit the jackpot. I think he, he hit a, a, a billion dollar a billion contract. Amen? As pastor was sharing that in, the, in, the, in church, somebody behind me tapped me. tapped me. He, said, he said, listen. He said, you must be the person. He said, you must be the person. <laughs> I said, why? He said, because you're only so happy and so excited. I said, oh my God. I just remember that. You see, the reason why we jump and dance is not because of that. It is beyond that. Hallelujah! In your spirit, you are more than a billionaire. If only you know it. When the guy said it that day, I claimed it. And you know what? Getting close to it. Hallelujah! Please put your hands together for him. See... The reason why we are excited about God so much is not because of just that. God is more than that. Hallelujah! He can change your destiny like that. He doesn't consult your past to give you a great future. Hallelujah! And the past does not equal the future. Hallelujah! So it gives you peace that passes all understanding. It gives you wisdom to solve issues that are beyond your understanding. Hallelujah! He gives you favor. He gives you Holy Ghost power. Demons tremble. Demons, what? They tremble at his presence. I remember talking about demons. I remember one time I met one man performing voodoo practice on the street. And the Holy Ghost came upon me. He said, go and tell him. Hey, why are you still doing this? Jesus has come. And I went to the man. People were watching. Holy Ghost power. I said, Baba, what are you doing? All these Jaguar janties on you. People were looking at me. I'm telling you. Holy Ghost power. I told him, Baba, you need to give your life to the Lord. You need to surrender to Jesus. Drop all of these things. You are trying to seek for a God. You don't know how to find him. But Jesus has come. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost power. And the man looked at me like, of course, he had to obey me. Because there was a superior force that was speaking through my mouth. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, what then is mercy? We said that mercy is more than forgiveness. It's more than pardon. How do you describe mercy? How do you explain it? This mercy we are talking about. You see, mercy like God. Mercy like God the Father. Like God the Son. Like God the Holy Spirit. Cannot truly be described. It cannot truly be explained. You know what? It can only be experienced. Can you, mercy like God, you can't describe God to somebody. You can't explain God to somebody. You can only have an experience of God. When you have that experience, it begins to manifest in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mercy can only be truly experienced. And for you to experience it, Holy Spirit will have to give you a revelation. Hallelujah. And Holy Spirit is giving somebody a revelation today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those things that are giving you high blood pressure. The Holy Spirit will completely help you to to demystify them in the name of Jesus. To experience mercy, you need, like I said, a divine revelation. How do you get it? You tap into divine revelation by seeking God in prayer and seeking his face. Say, God, I want more than this everyday experience with you. I want to go, I want to, like like a pastor said, I want to recalibrate. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 So it is experiencing the mercy of God through the word of God. It is from there you begin to receive God's best for your life. This this experiential mercy that we are talking about is so compelling that it is the power behind the divine rescue of the human race. Without this mercy, without this mercy, the human race is doomed. Mercy is the divine rescue for the human race. Because if you have a God that will have to set condition for you before you can approach him to get mercy, that means that that situation that you are going through that time will kill that person. It will kill that person. So mercy, mercy is the compelling power behind the divine rescue for the human race. You are rescued today in the name of Jesus. By the power of the mercy of God. Hallelujah. Mercy is the only force in the universe, that is strong enough to steal, to take mankind from the grip of Satan. There are times, there's something that you are going through that say, God, except you forgive me, this thing can kill me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, mercy is the only force, it's a force of the spirit in the whole universe, strong enough to take you from the hand of Satan, Satan's grip. Hallelujah. To understand mercy this way, you need to take your mind back to the journey of God's plan for man. Do you know that man had to die? God had to die in the form of Jesus for you to live, for you and I to live. That's the beginning of mercy. You need to take your mind back to the journey of God's plan for salvation for humanity. Understanding the depth depth and the height that God has to go. He had to go. In his compassion to save the human race. And the entire humanity from destruction. That is the beginning of mercy. You begin to understand that God's mercy brought Jesus to this earth. How many of us know this song, So Will I, by Il song. That song, please, I I plead with you. Try and get that song to read the lyrics of that song. It says that God had to die for you to live. He left the grave behind so that you can have a future. He gave his life to love you and I. And he says that God is one that will never leave anyone behind. As you are here today, God will never leave you behind. In that situation, the mercy of God will not leave you behind. He will not leave you behind in healing. He will not leave you behind in deliverance. He will not leave you behind in financial prosperity. He will not leave you behind in showing you how to come out of that situation. Hallelujah. God is one that never leaves anyone behind, except if you don't want to come to him. Hallelujah. Now, let's uh, quickly uh, begin to round up now. When mercy, now, somebody will say, if you describe mercy like this, some people can begin to abuse mercy. Listen. Because God says he will forgive you and forgive you and forgive you. But let me tell you this, and this is one of the cross of this um, ministration. When mercy begins to appear to you like this, that God is not just merciful, he is mercy. You see, when mercy begins to flow into you as you are listening to it now, old bad habits begin to die in your life. Because you can see the, the, how, how God loves you so much. So much, so much, so much. So much. By the time you begin to have this kind of understanding of God, old bad habits, they begin to to die in your life. Because the passion and the compassion of God, it begins to capture your your heart. You begin to desire him more before. You begin to see him beyond just being your Lord, your Father, you begin to see him as a friend. You know, when you have a friend, you want to talk to that friend. You want to relate more with that friend. You want to do things that will please that friend. You want to find out what he likes, what he does not like. Okay? Now, another thing that will happen to you when you begin to operate in this line of mercy that we're talking about here is that the things that easily make you to be offended, the hurts and the irritations, they will begin to lose their grip on you. Hallelujah. Because God is trying to make your life to conform to his will. Remember that in the book of Psalms, it says he knows our frame. There are some things that can easily irritate you and make the Holy Ghost. You spark, you get so angry, you shout, you do many things. You talk to anybody anyhow. It's the human nature. But by the time you begin to move more towards understanding the full totality of this message that we talked about, you discover that irritation, the things that easily used to irritate you, you get easily offended, you get easily angry they will begin to lose their grip on you. Hallelujah. So mercy is truly the divine rescue for you to fulfill what God has called you to do on this planet. Hallelujah. So you begin to see God's mercy. You begin to see God not only as your father, like we said, but also as your friend. How do you make him your friend? He that will have friend, the Bible said must make himself friendly. Hallelujah. Instead of you calling for mercy every day, Mercy, remember we said God is mercy. Instead of you begging God for mercy every day, you know what will happen? Mercy will start pursuing you. Somebody hear that? When you begin to have this kind of understanding, instead of you begging God for mercy every day, mercy will be looking for you. Hallelujah. Mercy to do what? Mercy to heal you. Mercy to deliver you. Mercy to set you free. I remember I experienced mercy extreme messy. We went on vacation to, to Dubai. And I've already budgeted everything. You know, we're going to pay for this and pay for that. But before we left, I had a very serious medical issue. I was at Cedar Crest Hospital. And I was, I, I had, what is called spondylosis, a very extreme painful one. They showed me the x-ray and all of that. It was terrible. Terrible. I had the pictures. I was they put all those sort of things on me, like the, the pastor described they have they put on him the other time as well. But we just planned that, okay, let's manage when we get to Dubai. Maybe it will not be so expensive. And if it's expensive, we'll go to another country. So when we got there, we had to go and see an Iranian doctor. Myself, my wife, I made sure that I took the my the two kids, they, they came along with us to experience things. So when the Iranian doctor looked at um, he looked at me, looked at the result, of course, we took the The CD, uh, what do you call those things? The MRI and all of those things they normally do from Nigeria. We took it there. He looked at it. He said, it's very bad, number one. Two, the quality of the CD is not according to international best practices. You have to do their own. Of course, you have to pay. So they did this. I think it was worse. He said, he just brought one red paper. He said, this is emergency. You can't go. Right now, we have to confine you to this and that to go and pay. By the time he gave me the entire bill, it has wiped completely all the money that I will allow used to take care of my family for the vacation. Not only that, the school fees was coming when I was doing the calculation. Then all of a sudden, as I was laid out, Holy Spirit just jumped inside my spirit. He said, have you forgotten who you are? Why would you allow this Iranian doctor to sentence you like this? Have you forgotten God's mercy? I left, I left the place. I went to the hotel room. I said, I'm on fast. I told my wife. This type of fast is just a praise and worship fast. I started worshipping the Lord. Worshipping him. Calling upon his mercy. Calling upon his mercy and worshipping him. To call the long story short, in that hotel room, right there and then, God's mercy. Like I tell you that God's mercy is not just forgiveness. God's mercy was healing. It came down and the Lord healed me up to today. No medication, Know anything up to today. I jump like, you know, that is what I'm talking about here. God's mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Instead of you calling for mercy, mercy will be calling for you. Hallelujah. Instead of you looking for mercy, mercy will be looking for you. It will heal you. It will keep you. It will protect you from danger. It will create openings and opportunities for you to bless you financially. It will promote you. And you know, grace is drawn. Only by those that mercy have drawn. Grace is drawn only by those that mercy have drawn. Hallelujah. So what do you do to make yourself for mercy to look for you? Round up. Number one. Very important. Remember that we talked about mercy not just being forgiveness of sin? It's part of it, but it's not all of that. We've we've seen all the components of, of, of mercy. Number one is this. You say the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people, right? You must be an addicted praise worshiper. Worship God, give him extravagant praise. Don't bother about where you are, who is with you. Just give God extravagant worship and praise. You know, He says he inhabits the praises of his people. That's like giving somebody accommodation at the Hilton, accommodation. But if you give somebody accommodation, pastor, sir, you give somebody accommodation, in a place like the Hilton. First day, you don't give him food. Second day, you don't give him food. Third day, you go and you give him food. What happens? Will he check out of that hill As beautiful as he will eat. Will he check out of Hilton or not? What will he do? He will go and look for Mama Put somewhere. So that you're not going to kill him inside Hilton. By not giving him food. Praise is God's food. Hallelujah. Praise is God's food. It's in the scriptures. When they were performing different sacrifices in the Old Testament, God said, I'm hungry. Praise, they used to offer him sacrifices of praise. They put different animals on the altar. So, God only does not only inhabit the praises of his people, if you give him habitation. You must also what? Do what? You have to feed him. So, one of the things you must ensure to do is that give God not only habitation, as inhabits the praise of your people. Feed him with worship. And also, show mercy to people. Show extreme mercy to people. And on this particular point, I want to say, show mercy to your parents. Some of us, we have forgotten, we have become too charismatic. I don't know how to say it. We, 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 of course, we pay our tithes and our offerings and all of that. But we don't show the mercy to our parents the, the way they deserve it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of us, we need to repent of that. Do you have, you know, some of us here, you have your parents that are still alive, your dad or your mom is still alive. Please, I want you to, this moment, speak to the Lord as you are rounding up. Say, Lord, let me show my mercy to them. Because you can't quantify the amount of mercy they showed on you, to you where you are alive. Hallelujah. Show mercy to people, especially your parents, if they're still alive. Then have a contrite heart. And a broken spirit. Hallelujah. Have a contrite heart and a broken spirit. What is the contrite heart? What's the broken spirit? A contrite heart and a broken spirit is a heart that really it runs to God. You don't make things to overwhelm you so much in life. You should be able to tell yourself that no matter what comes, my God is what is more than able. No matter what comes, my God is more than able. You have to convince yourself about that. And that as you are going to stand up right now to worship him. You begin to talk to, he, to him about those issues. As we begin to stand up, let's, be, let's begin to stand up on our feet. Bring those issues up to the Lord right now. If it is healing you need, mercy of God is there. If it is deliverance you need, mercy of God is available. If it is promotion you need at work, mercy of God is available. If it is if it is that favor that you need, or you have you have done something that you know that except the mercy of the, of God comes, this thing can take your heart. It can give you high blood pressure. It may not be able to make you to pay that hospital bill, or to even to pay the landlord your his rent. Begin to speak to the Lord. Can somebody can can cannot give us a worship? Open your mouth. Begin to talk to the Lord. Raise your light. Show mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Tell him the type of mercy that you need. Tell him the type of mercy that you need right now. Begin to tell him the type of mercy that you need. Begin to tell him the type of mercy that you need. Hallelujah. Begin to tell him. God will never leave anyone behind, he will never leave you behind. He will not leave you behind. Somebody say, Look, ha, I've done a billion things that will make God to hate me, but He still loves you. Even much more, He loves you much more. He loves you much more, He loves you much more. He loves you much more, He, much more. he will never leave you behind. He will never leave you behind. Hallelujah. Begin to speak to Him right now. Begin to speak to Him right now. Your God is Almighty, He's all powerful, all-present. Is the Alpha, the Omega, the Ageless God. The Matchless God, the Unshakeable, the Unchangeable, the Unstoppable God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Begin to talk to Him right now. Let me tell you right, right now. God gave His life for you to love you and I. He gave His life for you to love you and I. Begin to worship Him. Begin to speak to Him. Say, God, I need mercy in this area, Lord. I need mercy in your in this area of my life right now. I need mercy. I need mercy. Oh, Lord, I need mercy. I need mercy. I need mercy. I need mercy. Don't forget that we said God will never leave anyone behind. I need mercy right now. Hallelujah. 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 Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him right now. Begin to bring those issues up to him. Begin to bring those issues up to him. Begin to talk to him right now. Say, Lord, as this January is ending right now, Lord those things that I need your intervention I need your mercy I need your mercy hallelujah yes lord. yes lord yes lord speak to the Lord speak to the Lord lift up your hands lift up your hands lift up your hands to heaven lift up your hands to heaven The Holy Spirit is here, he's here, he's here, he's here, he's here, I tell you, he's here. He's here, he's here, he's here, he's here. here. The God of mercy is here, the God of mercy is here. Remember that, unlike the president of a country, he gives you conditional pardon, he gives you conditional mercy. You must satisfy some requirements. But this God, he gives you a clean slate. Gives you a clean slate, he gives you a clean slate, he washes you clean, he gives you a new opportunity, a new chance. Take advantage of this moment. Say, Lord, I procure mercy from you tonight, I procure mercy from your throne tonight. Mercy to give me that contract, mercy, mercy to open that this door for me, mercy to give me that healing, mercy to give me this deliverance, mercy, mercy, mercy. Mercy to kill this depression mercy 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 to be my husband mercy to be my wife Mercy mercy oh lord Mercy 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 Oh mercy 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 mercy, mercy. Oh, mercy, 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 mercy. oh mercy mercy Remember that mercy Lord, we worship you, we exalt you, we adore you, we magnify your name. And if you have to give your life to him right now, right now, right now, right now, say Lord, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. I come to you. And if you want to dedicate your life to him, you want to rededicate your life to him right now, you want to start afresh with him. God, wipe my slates of my life clean. Will you please lift up, lift up your hands right now? He say, God, I want to rededicate my life to you. I want to start afresh with you. Can I see your hands up? Jesus is here. The Holy Spirit is here. You want to say, Lord, I want to rededicate my life to you. I want to start afresh with you. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for that hand. Thank you for that hand, Lord Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah the mercy of god is touching you where you are right now in jesus name if you want a divine intervention concerning a particular urgent situation in your life maybe it is healing you need right now i want you to take advantage of this atmosphere of mercy the holy spirit is here in his fullness holy spirit thank you you want to take advantage of this divine environment atmosphere of mercy you want God to visit you right now, right now, right now. You want God to stop that high blood pressure report that you have. You want God to tear the doctor's report right now on account of mercy. You just got the doctor's report concerning an issue in your life. You say, God, I want you to tear this report. Because your mercy is above your throat. Your mercy is above your throne, oh God Almighty. You need healing right now in that area of your life. Or you need divine intervention for that contract. You think that you don't, you are not qualified, but you submitted application. I want you to begin to come out right now. Begin to come out right now, come and talk to the Lord. Come out right now, come out, come out, come out, come out, come out. Say, Lord, I need your intervention in this situation. Begin to come out, begin to come out, begin to come out. Begin to come out take advantage of this atmosphere. I plead with you. I plead with you with all the mercies of God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my Lord, my Savior. Begin to talk to God. Say, God, you are not just my father. You are my friend. You are going to solve this situation for me. <laughs> Begin to talk to him right now. Begin to talk to him right now. This is the altar of mercy, the altar of mercy. The altar of mercy, the altar of mercy. Mercy is calling you right now. Mercy is calling you right now. Oh, my father, my friend, my father and my friend. Mercy is calling you.